It's time for Real Talk with Brian and Dan, the weekly talk radio show dedicated to discussing important real estate topics, plus insight into the local community. With a combined experience of over 50 years as local real estate brokers from the Eastside Real Estate Team at Keller Williams Realty Bellevue. Here's your hosts, Brian Levitt and Dan Edwards. All right. Good afternoon. Welcome to Real Talk with Brian and Dan on 1150 KKNW. It's Tuesday. It's actually Wednesday, July 3rd, not Tuesday. But thank you for joining us today. Fourth of July is right around the corner. If you would like to listen to any of the past episodes, you can find um, them online anywhere podcasts are podcasted. I don't know if that's the right term. I well, think we, so. Yeah, is that what it's yeah, called? It okay. Yeah. Well, another great show today, and I'm excited to talk to our two guests that we have. We have a certified mortgage planner, Tina Mitchell, and Susie Cohen from Style with Susie. But before we get to our guests, it's time for some real, real talk. Sounds good. <laughs> Last week, we talked about Gen Xers. Today, we're going to talk about uh, young first-time buyers, young buyers, millennials, and Gen X have waited longer than previous generations to enter the housing market for their first first home. However, this hasn't stopped them from dreaming about the home they will eventually buy. Many spend hours searching listings and building Pinterest boards of their favorite home features. One of the things I've found is working with these buyers, they're some of the most thoughtful tech savvy, yeah. showing up with maps and spreadsheets, and it's been... It's, lots it's, of data. Lots of data. Yeah. yeah. And they spend a lot of time kind of trying to figure out, uh, you know, how, what are the styles, what are the kitchens, what are the flow, and I, it's the amount of information that we have. I mean, Brian's been in this business for a very, 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 very long time, so if you remember, right, you had all the information. Now, right. all that information is right there, so that you can right. kind of cut, paste, and, and formulate empowering. something. Yeah, yeah, very empowering. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to see like the statistics um, going back to, let's say, the 80s, the 90s, and the 2000s, of when uh, buyers, how many houses buyers had to look at before making a purchase? Because right now, according to the National Association of Realtors, it's like 12. Right. So right. I wonder what it was back when that information well, wasn't available, in right? in the uh, good old days, not so much. <laughs> you know, with the brokers having, I mean, uh, the, um, you know, way back when we had books that were published once a week with all the listings. Right. And so one of the things we do, which we weren't supposed to, was give our last week's book to our favorite buyer. <laughs> one caveat. Yeah, don't call the sellers directly. That's my job. Yeah, right. You know, but we give them these books of all the listings because it wasn't online. It wasn't available. And typically, we'd arrange a show looking at three to five homes, and we'd do that four or five times. So, yeah. you know, we're looking at, you know, 25, 30 homes typically, whereas today, more often than not, the buyer selects a home they want to see. And frequently, I don't even drive them there. I meet them at the house and yep. we go take a look. Yep. We might have one or two. And, and I think often we're looking at, at five or six homes physically walking through, but hundreds online. Right. And They're so doing a lot different. of weeding out. And right. I think it's it's actually kind of fun. Some of the new technology out there for home search are kind of two-way interactive search, right? right? Um, Keller Williams is working on some great technology that allows you to follow a, a specific neighborhood. So as a oh, home buyer... As you're getting ready to maybe start to consider searching for a home, you may want to know, well, what's the Clyde Hill neighborhood like? What's Houghton like? What's, um, you know, uh, Eastgate or Factoria? So you start to follow neighborhoods, and now that research level is going to even higher level. So it's making making that smart buying process. So uh, another survey out there by Open Listings, I don't know who this is, but 70% of single renters are more likely... (laughs) 
to spend Sunday night swiping through housing listings than on, uh, what's it called, Tinder? Oh, yeah, you're kidding. <laughs> 70% that's are looking funny. for homes. Yeah. Oh, that's well, that's my, is that uh, part of the Seattle freeze? <laughs> it could be. Yeah. <laughs> well, and so what's happened is it's led to about 45% of millennials that expect to buy a bigger home, a better home, more of a dream home. They're willing to wait mm. longer. They're saving more for a down payment and are pickier about the listings. Uh, that they want to tour, like we just said, uh, uh, before they see the first home. Hmm. Waiting a little longer to buy a home than their parents or grandparents did also has helped young buyers become more established in their careers mm-hmm. prior to making such a large purchase. However, in some areas of the country, high competition in the starter home market forces young buyers to, to wait longer. The extra money they save during the time opens their search to bigger, more expensive homes. If this trend continues, older millennials will skip the starter home altogether, going straight to to uh, a trade-up or a premium home instead. And have I'm, seen I'm that? seeing that right yeah. now in Sammamish. Um, my wife and I have a new development uh, going right next to us. And as people are moving in, we're going over and greeting our new neighbors. And I'm surprised because um, several of them right now have been first-time home buyers. Mm-hmm. And these are in the $1.2 to $1.5 million range. Right. Remember when a million-dollar home was a mansion? Yeah, not today. No. And that's the the interesting part, though, is it's like it's a it's a catch twenty two because of the competition, because of being more discerning, because they're saving more money, because of the whole you know meltdown down in two thousand eight. They're coming into a spot where they're ending up buying more of a home for their first home, and right. it shouldn't it shouldn't surprise us. It shouldn't no. surprise them. No. So the stepping stone's getting bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, listen, if you're one of the many young renters out there that see your money going towards somebody else's mortgage month after month. We'd love to have a conversation with you because there is definitely an opportunity here for you to benefit. Anything else you want to add on that, Brian? No, I think, you know, one thing right now that, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess my answer is yes, never mind. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, um, yeah, interest rates. You know, the rates are oh so gosh. good. It's really, you know, uh, um, made homes more affordable, made that bigger step um, easier. So yeah. uh, we'll talk to Tina about that in a little bit. Uh, but, uh, you know, affordability is high. So if they do step up to bigger you know, bigger, uh, more expensive home. They've got some uh, uh, help in doing that. Yeah. So in conclusion, uh, how people buy their homes today, especially that Gen X and Y, right, which is right. what we're talking about, or is it Y and Z? X was last week. That's right. Yeah. The Y and Zers, I guess is what they're being called. They're just taking more time. Right. And they've got more data. And so if you're also a buyer, I would love to see your Pinterest page, right? Right. Bring that in uh, when we meet, because that'll help us identify those target homes. Right. All right. That's great. Well, that's all we have, uh, all the time we have for our Real Talk segment. After the break, we're going to be meeting with Tina Mitchell, Certified Mortgage Planner. So we'll be right back after this break. Not sure if now is the right time to sell? Worried you missed the market? The Eastside Real Estate Team specializes in helping homeowners maximize their equity when selling. With our proven premier listing service, our clients have sold their homes for more money in less time than the competition. We know you have many choices when working with a real estate agent, but with the Eastside Real Estate Team, you get a team of highly qualified, experienced agents. From staging to deciding if your property is market ready for top dollar. If you're considering selling, call the Eastside Real Estate Team at 425 200 4093 
or check out our website at the eastsiderealestateteam.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. Are you tired of waking up in the morning asking yourself if there will ever be enough time to get everything done? Are you tired of feeling stressed and overwhelmed in your business? Are you tired of not living the life you want to live? Then act now. Join Tina Mitchell at her next complimentary one-time your business eight-week burn. It's a live virtual online course to take your time management, business efficiency, and lead generation to the highest level possible. Tina Mitchell here, your time management and business efficiency coach. I help business professionals take control of their business so they can take their life back. Go to OneTimeYourBusiness.com and join me for a powerful eight weeks for my complimentary course. Again, that's OneTimeYourBusiness.com. Have you ever experienced being overwhelmed and uninspired when you walk into your closet filled with clothes, shoes, and accessories? Although you are surrounded by so much stuff, you still feel you have nothing to wear and can't create a fabulous outfit? All this closet clutter can lead to mind clutter. This is not a great way to start your day. Susie Cohen with Style with Susie can help you feel inspired again with a closet edit. The two of us will work together to create a curated wardrobe that will work for your lifestyle. We will go through piece by piece and decide what works, what can be reinvented, and what we need to get rid of. I will provide that second eye and give you the tools to shop smarter and find outfits that you never knew you had. My commitment is that you feel great so you can go out into the world and be your best self. Your closet is your playground, so let's have some fun. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back. You're listening to Real Talk with Brian and Dan on 1150 KKNW. I'm Brian. And I'm Dan. Our first guest is Tina Mitchell, a certified mortgage planner. Now, Tina Mitchell has been in the mortgage industry for over two decades and has been recognized as one of the top 1% nationwide. She's a numbers gal and she's a designated mortgage. Oh, she has designed a mortgage software and is the founder of the Mortgage Triangle Software. She's committed to real estate, to the real estate community and has been awarded Partner of the Year from the Washington Realtors Association. Also, Media of the Year from the Seattle King County Realtors and Member of the Year from the Women's Council of Realtors. Wow, tons of great awards, yeah, Tina. That's great. So Tina is also my inspiration for this show. She's a radio personality and she hosts the Money Hour also on KKNW 1150. She is also, oh, she's got so many things to do, so many hats, <laughs> the host of Coffee with a Superstar, which I hope to be on soon, interviewing the best real estate agents in the space. So she's a keynote speaker. So if you're looking for somebody to talk, she's got a fantastic story. And finally, the coach of One Time Your Business, trademark right there, and author of Journey With Me. She's passionate about her career in the mortgage industry because of the challenges her family faced while keeping the roofs over their heads. Helping others reach their dream home ownership is very rewarding to Tina. She is also volunteers uh, her time with a homeless community and sharing her message from tragedy to triumph. Tina's personal motto is live your dream now. Welcome to our show, Tina. Thank you so much. And this is so different being on the other end of the mic. <laughs> we talked uh, before we started the show about I like your studio better. I like your mics better. And Good thing you had my mic shut off because I wanted to chime in there with your little <laughs> chat going on. But yeah, thanks That's for great. having me in. This is so much fun. This is cool. You, uh, you get, get to be grilled. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, What do you want to talk about? Well, with all that's going on, do you have time for hobbies and interests? If so, tell us. Tell us about yourself. 
Yeah, well, just, I mean, Dan pretty much said everything. What I'm most passionate about is really being able to uh, make the time. We all have the same amount of time in the day, but I figured out a way to be able to make more out of the time that I have and do what I'm really passionate about. And that's uh, giving back to my community. And Dan mentioned homeless. My my passion really is with transitional housing. So mm, I put together awesome. a 12-month program. I get to hang out with them for uh, once a month to go through my workshop with a really powerful uh, topic around tragedy to triumph. I hmm. just started my inspirational break podcast, which I do in the studio on a studio down from mine after I record my show on Thursdays. Uh, that's really to we stay connected. We were asking what you do for fun when you're yeah. not I've traveled almost every single month this year. Good. I think two months out of this year, I haven't been out of town. So I do a, I have a really balanced I work really, really hard, and I play and really enjoy hard. my life really mm-hmm. hard. So, See, and that's the part of the one time we're going to get to because yeah. as I read this, as we talk about what you do, uh-huh. you're, you're fully loaded. You yeah. Nobody would say Tina doesn't have something going on. No. Yet, like you just said, you do. You travel. You find time to play, and that's yeah. awesome. So this is a, this is a show about real estate. Not yes. money, but although we will talk about money. Yeah, we'll talk about money. Uh, we will. But what I want to do is I want to hear a fond memory of you growing up in the home you grew up in. Wow. And it was you know, from tragedy to triumph, right? Yeah. So I know some of that story, but yeah. there's still some fond memories, right? Oh, there's really fond memories. You know, I'm, um, boy, that's a that's a long answer. Um, I, there was a lot of tragedies with my dad's addictions. Um, he was an alcoholic and, you know, we didn't have any money. We played Violent Pike Place Market to help pay the bills. And, but there was so much love in the family. My mm. dad loved me so much. I was daddy's little girl. You know, nobody could break the bond that we had. My mm. mom did a really great job of keeping the stress between the two of them. And I really didn't understand the dynamics of what he was going mm. through. I was too young. Mm-hmm. I just knew that he was a heck of a lot of fun because that's what mm. alcohol did to him. So mm. unlike traditionally you would think an alcoholic is you know possibly abusive and um my dad was just he was a heck of a lot of fun and there was a lot of laughter you know we used to scream and dance as loud as we could to abba you know dancing queen money 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 it's so funny and you know dancing queen so those are those are my best memories and that's what helped me triumph in a tragic situation with competing with my violin and girl scout cookies and all the amazing things that i did as a child but when um, things shifted and my dad tried taking his life, I went down mm. right with him. And so from mm. 12 years old all the way up until a young adult, my mm. life was filled with one tragedy after another. And so I'm just I'm happy to be alive. I'm happy to be um, to make it through that time. You know, my my uh, high school sweetheart um, went to prison for five years. He died of a drug overdose. I lost our, our daughter, Amber. Mm. I mean, it was just one thing after another. But the tragedy, what my message is, and I'm so passionate about sharing it, is I feel I don't feel blessed for the tragedies that I've gone through, but I feel blessed that I realized what the tragedies gave me, and that was to learn how to triumph. Because if not for those, I would not be the woman that I am today. Yeah. All of the mm. struggles. And I my coaching program is the same but different. It's about business. I can help you turn your stress into success. You know, so the bigger stress that you have, the more you're gonna want to fight yeah. for that for that life or for that you business bet. that you want. And you know, so yeah, that's my favorite memory. My okay. dad, yeah, your dad, and dancing and screaming to Abba. To Abba. I love it. Now, oh, that's great. Abba or Abba? 
I call it ABBA, tomato, but tomato. ABBA, ABBA, tomato, tomato, yeah. Okay, so Dancing I'm going to shift. queen, <laughs> young and sweet. Yeah, I'm going to shift gears and go off script a little bit because I want to, yeah. uh, as we know, Tina is mortgage professional. So yes. give us a brief mortgage moment. What's going on yeah. in the market right oh now? Oh, my God. Interest rates are unbelievable. There's multiple cost structures. I'm not going to, I've got to disclose like I was going to disclose on my own show, but not quoting interest rates. It's just <clears> hypothetical. <throat> but I think most importantly is that you look at all the options as far as the loan options that are available mm-hmm. for you. You look at the different interest rates, you know, look at a couple points all the way to a no closing cost loan because you can get any rate you want. It just mm. depends on what you want to pay and you don't want to pay. And then you look at the numbers of how long it's going to take to recover that money. Um, but, a, you know, with a standard cost structure, you can get it 3.75%. So for anybody that's looking at purchasing a property, maybe you were on the fence for whatever reason, you couldn't find the home that you wanted. Act now, get back out there, get connected with uh, Dan and Brian um, and find that home because now your buying potential has gone up about thirty to forty thousand dollars. So to what 40, you could 000, have yeah. bought will yep. now buy you thirty to forty thousand more. more. Right now, woo woo! Hmm. That's great news. It's awesome news. Such awesome news. Yeah. So a minute ago we touched on uh, the coaching. Uh, why did you start coaching? Tell us. Tell us about that. Well, talking about childhood because I think we learned so much from our childhood. But my mom, she was amazing. She loved me as well, just like my dad. And she taught me the importance to have a dream and gave me the confidence to realize I could reach any dream that I wanted to. But my mom, I also learned from a very young age that time was limited. She was stressed out Mm. about time. Mm -hmm. She was stressed out trying to be almost a single parent because my dad wasn't contributing like he should be as an adult. Mm. He was contributing as a as a part as a friend to me but couldn't hold down a job and so all the dynamics that was happening uh, there and we were competing my I was started playing the violin when I was five years old and I competed my whole life and my mom was always rushing me around things for that so I just remember that we ran everywhere my mom would drag my little sister and me behind her and she would always say girls keep up we're gonna be late and even after all of that stress, we were never on time for anything. Now, that's a whole nother conversation <laughs> because I believe the conversation you have with yourself, if you tell yourself you're not going to be late, you're not going to be late, you are going to be late because yeah. the brain doesn't understand the words. It only understands mm. the emotion behind those words. So my mom was probably saying, I'm not going to be late. I'm not going to be late. And so we were late. So I think um, subconsciously, because I was too young at the time to realize what anything you know time meant or but I think subconsciously that pain was so hard for that was so deep for me that I decided I needed to find a better way and so from a very young age I was very strategic with how I used my time and so I think it just naturally built up over you know over Hmm. that so time management is I would not say that it's an easy thing for me to do because I've had to go through a lot of trials to figure it out yeah and so it wasn't like I have this magic of time management I just had a big, huge pain. You know, we've heard before you're driven by your why or the pain behind. Right. And the bigger it is, the more it drives you. So that it, it just naturally was something I was always thinking about. And then mm. it became conscious as I became older and got into business and thought, wow, you know, mm. I got a lot to get done. I got to figure out how to do this a better way. Now, mm. your coaching is called One Time Your Business. It is. I know what one timing is, but what's the definition yeah. by you of one timing? Of course. One timing is to do something once. So you can consider it a one and done. If you're mm-hmm. not doing that, you're duplicating your efforts and wasting valuable time. So there's a reason the terms part of the rat race, constantly putting out fires, spinning in the hamster wheel. It's because people are continuing to do the same thing over and over and over again, and it's not working. And right. the reason why is because they haven't created a new mind shift around. Mm-hmm. The mind shift for one time in your business is... Uh, rejoice your small successes. 
uh, take the hard road, which represents change and embrace your failures. And through that process, it will create a habit for you to always be looking at a better way to do things. So it's really simple. The, the difficult part is creating the habit. You have to recreate a bad habit that you always have, always have, and that's the way you're currently doing things, and that's hard. That's why the second part of the mind shift is is take the hard road. So, but knowing what to do, we all know what to do. What I teach in my class, it is unique and special to the way I teach it, and I feel that it's at a a very high level of efficiency and process mm-hmm. to it. But we all know that you need to do this, this, and this to be successful. But it's making that that change. So yeah, so do something once considered a one and done. It's beautiful. Hmm. So you got a lot on your plate. It sounds like that's a key, the one timing to get everything done. It is. Other I, uh, yeah. tips you can add to that? Yeah. So I, yeah, one timing, which is running a high efficiency business model and time management business efficiency. Uh, the second thing is time blocking. People say they can't do it, especially in the real estate space. Yeah, you can't time block. Yes, you can. And it's critically important hmm. that you do. You'll never take control of your time unless you time block. So I know what I'm going to do every second of the day and then embracing your strengths, which I think there might be another question around that, but I can't do it by myself. So I have to get really hyper-focused on doing um, the highest level of activities and the things that I love to do and I get rid of everything else. So I always ask myself um, in everything I'm considering doing task-wise to the smallest, to the biggest, can I automate it? Can I delegate it? Can I release it? At first, I need to find out automation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Next is, if that doesn't work, can I delegate it? Next, if I can't delegate it, should it be something that I release? Because the last thing right. is, is I'm stuck with it. So yeah. it has to be the highest level of activity and as important, if not more important, something that I want to do, that I love to do. You've got the more tactful version of what I do. Do it, delegate it, or dump it. Dump yeah, it. there you go. <laughs> See, it's the same. I don't think any of us come up with brilliant ideas. I always say the brilliancy is actually implementing and making your own, getting inspired and motivated right. by somebody else and making it your own. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of times we'll go to masterminds, and I'll go to regional masterminds for Keller Williams, and, and a lot of the last conversation we had, it wasn't like, what are some great business ideas? It's like, what are you going to implement when you walk out yeah. the door here? Yeah. And implementation is really key. Mm-hmm. Right. So how do you most, what's the most efficient way to manage projects and tasks? Most efficient is to do what I call one tasking. <clears throat> there is no such thing as multitasking. Multitasking, you may think that you've mastered mm-hmm, multitasking, right. but what multitasking means to me or the definition of it is you do something You stop in the middle, you move over to another project, you go back to the original project, picking up where you left off. But the problem is, is you're not picking up in an efficient way. There's been studies by Stanford and Harvard that show that if you're a multitasker, the people that multitask versus not, they're 28% less productive in a day. So I would ask you, just look at if you could be 28% more effective today and now have a ripple effect of every single day. What would your business look like? And more important, what would your right. life look like? So one tasking. Also uh-huh. use a task manager. This is going you know, into ta- technology. You need to really have a place that you can, re- especially as an entrepreneur, we have so many amazing ideas and they're all amazing ideas, but you have to have a place that you can release, have trust that you can find it again so that you can get back to whatever you were doing. And mm-hmm. so managing a task. And then also in task management is really breaking it down. I try to break it. When I think I have it broken down to the very smallest thing, I try to break it out down again. And I'll do that three times until I've 
each task until I've broken mm. it down. Um, because then I see it's going to take a hundred things to do. And it doesn't matter when you manage this way, it, it makes it great because then you can go ahead and, and number off what you're going to be doing. Um, I always say in, in one of the mindsets of taking the hard road is it represents change, but also it represents doing the most difficult things first. Yep. Obviously mm. get rid of the urgent stuff, but then urgency comes from things that you're not doing. And those are the difficult tasks. So get the most difficult things first and then uh, done first. And then you can release all the emotional stress that's attached to the stuff that was difficult because it's gone. Um, Also on the implementation is just do it. Commit to somebody that's really important to you, not a close friend, not a coworker at, at work, but somebody that's really, you respect at a very high level and say, look, I've got this program I'm going to start a radio show. And so uh, announce that out to that person and give them a date when you're going to do it because then you actually will. Because the biggest mistake, especially I see entrepreneurs make, is it's never good enough. And it will never be good enough. It will never be completed. (laughs) It's not supposed to be completed. And how you really master and continue to master it as you're going through the process is in putting it out to the market. Right. So, and that's how this came about too, right? Mm -hmm. I had to go, well, how do, I don't know. How do we do this? show. Let's just go one step. And so many people worry about, I think there are, there are a couple of ways to say good versus great Mm -hmm. in some aspects. um, uh, Great can keep you away from doing something, right? Because it's, oh, it's not great. But also too, at some point then you want, uh, you don't want to be good enough. You want it to be great. So it's, it's finding that transition because you're never going to do it if it has to be perfect. No. And uh, sometimes I think the authenticity is in the imperfections. Yes, right? I totally agree. So uh, you've got a lot on your plate. Um, how do you get it all done? I mean, um, you have a team behind you, is what I understand. I do, yes. So you're delegating. Tell us about your team. Yeah, so I'm uh, one of my uh, topics that we go over in my eight-week course in week six is embracing your strengths. And uh, my mom taught me this. I just thought she was really brilliant on, uh, you know, brilliancy for me and what worked for me. But I I um, read some study. Marcus, Marcus Buckingham did this uh, thing with Oprah. They had a, a 35, I can't remember how many hours it was, but they it's all about um, doing the things that you're great at and hiring out the rest. And I failed at a lot of stuff. I was really bad in school. And it was just, it was a nightmare. And if my mom had not done what she did, I wouldn't be here for that reason either. What she did is I was really great at a very couple things. She put all of her focus on the areas that I excelled and she, everything that she did was in those areas where my passions, where my strengths were at. Mm -hmm. And she just pulled pieces out of that to help me just kind of get by in the Mm -hmm. areas that I wasn't doing well. Whereas our uh, schools and they, they're always focusing and put all your attention in where people are failing. The reality is, and what's Marcus Buckingham wrote this, the strength finder, strength finder, um, what he, what he talks about, and it's so true. And I am proof of this. It's just like your personality or your love language. You are the person you are. Your strengths are your strengths. Mm -hmm. And so if you have a limited amount of time, you can either focus on mastering your strengths or you can spend waste valuable time trying to just get a little bit better on your weaknesses. Now, somebody listening might be going, well, Tina, that's not right because I would have never done this and I would have never been um, an area of strength. You have to be really careful because there's some things that you're afraid of doing that you're really strong at. Mm. Uh, an example for me, oh. I was in speech therapy all through educate, you know, all through elementary school and I can very tell. challenged reader. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if you saw some of the things, I, if I like strategic, I just had to say the word a hundred times to get it to come out. So I have a hard oh, time with my, um, my F's, P's, R's and S's. And it was a real challenge. I was a challenged reader. And um, so whenever I presented, I failed like really bad. Mm. And I thought that I, you know, one of my weaknesses was actually presenting in front of a group of people. Well, come to find out it 
it wasn't. My strength is presenting. My weakness was words. So sometimes you have to bring areas of weakness into areas of your strength. So you have to be careful in, in being able to recognize, um, you know, where those areas are at. But yeah. so to answer your question in a long way, Brian, yes, I have an amazing, <laughs> I have an amazing team that handle, you know, everything behind the scenes, anything that I don't want to do. And I just show up every morning doing the things that I, that I love. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Interesting. So, um, Based on having that team, uh, that allows you to kind of focus in on on what you your main like task is, and that's lead generation. I, it's it's new connecting. Business. It's connecting, connecting and building relationships. So, do you teach a course on this? On... I do my my one time your business course. Oh no, the course on lead generation. Oh, well, it's part of my one time your business. So in oh, okay. week, week one, I go through touch points and um, I give all my game changer marketing de- ideas. So what's the away. biggest tip to gain more business? The biggest tip is get is get connected. And, in, mm-hmm. you know, in getting connected, be very strategic in who you want to connect with. A lot of industry miss the B2B opportunity. For me as a mortgage professional, Dan, you're my B2B. It's yep. a real estate agent. Yep. Uh, real estate agents majority focus B2C. I think B2C is icing on the cake or gravy on the mashed potatoes. But for <laughs> there are always another business yep. professional. And the reason why is because they're doing business today. They can support you today and they need you today. So be very strategic. Find out who that best partner is and then find out that they're actually doing business in the market because you don't want to target people that aren't doing anything. That's right. a waste of time. Yeah. So be really strategic in that process. And then one time the process by getting a group of people together. So I do a lot of fun stuff. I do happy hour. I do my power. I, I rotate between a value education and fun. You know, my radio shows uh, was inspired by this. My coaching program was inspired by getting connected. I do happy hours. I do girls night out. I do so many things around. So instead of meeting one-on-one for a cup of coffee... I never do that outside of our networking group. It's very special. I'm, I'm part mm. of a BNI group, Susie, that's here today. We're in the same group. And, and Dan, uh, we're all in the same group. And so I'm, I do something really special for BNI because I'm excited about the organization yeah. and being a part of this uh, networking group. But other than that, I don't meet one-to-one. Do you ever sleep? It's all group. <laughs> I do six hours. And I believe you so only need six hours you if go. you go to bed at the right time. Yeah, I'm in oh, bed by midnight. Funny. And I'm. it's not because I work till midnight. Yeah. But I do visualization. Oh, I, I puzzle a lot. I I love to do color, grown up color books. Yeah, I'm 51 years old. I'm getting old. Color books. That's great. <laughs> grown up color oh, books. Oh, back to the hobbies. Yeah. So tell our listeners how to contact you. Uh, the best way to you? contact me, I've, you know, this is all about my coaching program today. Go to onetimeyourbusiness.com. It's all spelled out, onetimeyourbusiness.com. My program is complimentary. It's my way to give back to my community and help you take control of your business so you can take control of your life back. You can live the life that you want to live. It's eight weeks. It's virtual, so it's convenient no matter where you're at in the country or the world. You can join into the course. Um, I'm there with you live. I build, you know, there's a lot of other business professionals, so you build camaraderie. Com- there's one of the camaraderie. words. There you go. See, somebody, if I get stuck in my head, I just got to just move on with the word. Um, camaraderie. And so, yeah, it's a great program. So go to onetimeyourbusiness.com and sign up for my next complimentary coaching program. When's that start? Uh, it starts end of July. I'm in weeks. I'll be in week six tomorrow. Oh, okay. And I run it literally every eight weeks. So it's July, wow. end of July something. Every Wednesday mm. from 3 to 4.30. That's great. It'll be awesome. on the website. Yeah. Tina, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. After the break, we have in studio Susie Cohen from Style with Susie. We'll be discussing what it means to have a personal stylist and shopper. We'll be right back. Did you know when you pay rent, you're actually paying someone else's mortgage? Are you tired of missing out on owning your own home? Fact, homeowners on average have 40 times the financial net worth 
of renters. The Eastside Real Estate Team has been helping many first-time homebuyers find and buy their first home. They specialize in customer service and put you first. They listen first to what you're looking for and then they take the time to make sure their clients understand every aspect of the home buying process. If owning a home has been your dream, the Eastside Real Estate Team can help you. For a free, no-hassle consultation, call 425-200-4093 or find them online at theeastsiderealestateteam.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. Have you ever experienced being overwhelmed and uninspired when you walk into your closet filled with clothes, shoes, and accessories? Although you are surrounded by so much stuff, you still feel you have nothing to wear and can't create a fabulous outfit? All this closet clutter can lead to mind clutter. This is not a great way to start your day. Susie Cohen with Style with Susie can help you feel inspired again with a closet edit. The two of us will work together to create a curated wardrobe that will work for your lifestyle. We will go through piece by piece and decide what works, what can be reinvented, and what we need to get rid of. I will provide that second eye and give you the tools to shop smarter and find outfits that you never knew you had. My commitment is that you feel great so you can go out into the world and be your best self. Your closet is your playground, so let's have some fun. Are you tired of waking up in the morning asking yourself if there will ever be enough time to get everything done? Are you tired of feeling stressed and overwhelmed in your business? Are you tired of not living the life you want to live? Then act now. Join Tina Mitchell at her next complimentary one-time your business eight-week burn. It's a live virtual online course to take your time management, business efficiency, and lead generation to the highest level possible. Tina Mitchell here, your time management and business efficiency coach. I help business professionals take control of their business so they can take their life back. Go to OneTimeYourBusiness.com and join me for a powerful eight weeks for my complimentary course. Again, that's OneTimeYourBusiness.com. Be sure to support the sponsors of your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Real Talk with Brian and Dan on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm Brian. And I'm Dan. Our next guest is Susie Cohen from Style with Susie. Susie has been working as a personal stylist, style consultant, and personal shopper for seven years. She helps busy, successful women find the perfect piece to complete their wardrobe and make getting dressed in the morning stress-free. She works with many professional executives with closet edits and personal shopping with the Etc. brand of clothing. She loves to help her clients manage their existing closets, assist them in finding new, relevant luxury pieces, and ease them into thinking about thinking out of the box and trying new things. Susie, tell us a bit about yourself. Hi, guys. Hey, thanks Hi. for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Tina, you were amazing. Yes. <laughs> amazing. Um, tell you a little about myself. Okay, I'm Susie. I'm from New York, if you can't tell from the accent. <laughs> and I've pretty much been in this business my whole life because from the time I was like four, I wanted to be a cashier. Uh-huh. And I graduated college. I started in the Bloomingdale's training program. And then long story short, I ended up in Seattle and transferred to the Bon Marche because I met the love of my life when I was 16. And his name is Steven. He's been on the show too. Yeah, the show. So I followed him out here and worked as a buyer until I had my first child, Sophie. 
And then um, then I did some odd jobs in manufacture, working for a manufacturer. And then we bought our first franchise called The Little Gym. Hmm. And we own three of those. And it's actually um, a motor skill and development gymnastics for children. So we did that for 13 years. It was absolutely incredible. It really shaped our marriage and really helped us raise our kids. It was super gratifying. I absolutely loved it. I still can't believe I actually taught gymnastics to little kids. <laughs> but it was really more teaching the emotional and social confidence, and it was wonderful. But after 13 years, we decided to sell it. And in the meantime, I, I've always been dabbling in fashion. So a friend of mine had introduced me to this clothing company called Etc. And I said, I took a risk and I decided to go for it. And basically, Carlisle Etc. is a company out of New York and it's only sold through trunk shows. So it's sold through people like myself. Yeah. So I started with my first show. It was really successful and I really did not have a lot of expectations. I sold the clothes out of my house. And then from there, it just kept growing and growing and growing. Now, before we get too far into the close, yeah. I, I want to take that, that question that we ask all of our guests. And I want you to go back to growing up where in New York? I grew up in a town in Long Island called Plainview. Okay, Plainview. so tell us a story about the house you grew up in in Plainview. Well, the house I grew up in, it was 65 Joyce Road. And I still have the best memories, the best friends from there. It was a block where everyone's door was open. And I don't have that now in Bellevue. So I really do miss that. And my parents got divorced when I was 11. I had an older brother. And my neighbors are still some of my dearest friends. They were second moms to me, second dads to me. We always had people over. My house was the house where all my girls hung out. Mm. And it just so much joy. It was a small house with so much love. That's got to be a good memory. You have such a big smile on your face. Yeah, <laughs> Definitely. I love Plainview. And I yeah. still have all my high school best friends. And we have a, awesome. group, a group text, a group chat that's the homegirls. So <laughs> those great. are my homegirls. We're still best friends. So awesome. now about the clothing, what does Style with Susie do? So Style with Susie is basically me. And <laughs> there's three components to my business. So one of the component, components is I sell this brand of clothing out of New York called Etc. And as of August, I will be taking over another brand called Carlisle, which is the same company. It's a little bit higher price point than et cetera. So I'm super excited about taking that over, and I can talk to you about that later. Sure. So Carlisle, et cetera, is a company out of New York. They've been in business since 2000. And really, in shopping Carlisle and et cetera, it really helps women not just buy an outfit, but build a wardrobe. It's Luxury pieces, everything from T-shirts, blouses, dresses, pants, skirts, knits, and the sizing goes from double zero to 16, so I really can accommodate any woman. And what I love about these collections is that the clothes will take you from day to night, from work to play, from the boardroom, boardroom to a dinner date with your husband. So there is something for everybody. And the clothing is definitely a little higher price point, but... If you look at the pieces as price per wear, they really do show their value and really create so high quality, high quality on trend, but not too trendy. And you can mix and match and Meaning layer. They won't be out of style. In they two, won't be out of style in two years. I've had right. my pieces forever. Hmm. All right. So you, you talked about, you know, Susie uh, and you talked you didn't talk about a closet edit, but I know that's something that you do. 
So what is that? How does that all work? So a closet edit came from just starting to sell the clothes. And then I used to do all my friends' closets. And then I just started adding it to my business. And it's been really busy. And it's just, I really get business through word of mouth. And Mm -hmm. I absolutely Mm -hmm. love this piece of my business because everything starts in the closet. Mm. So I could speak for many women. You get up in the morning, you get out of the shower, you go to your closet, and you are surrounded by a sea of clothes, shoes, accessories, and you still feel completely overwhelmed, completely uninspired. Mm. There's nothing to wear. So what happens is many women have this problem. And it's, it's, yeah. it's very, it sounds so superficial, but it really, it really can change your life. So basically what I do is, depending on what the client wants, but for the most part, I go into somebody's closet and we literally go through piece by piece and decide whether we're going to keep it whether we're going to alter it, whether we're going to donate it. And I organize it depending how the client likes it, usually by category. And I can create outfits for them that they never knew they had. Hmm. And many times you need that second eye to be to have the approval to get rid of something. So it, does this piece spark joy? Does this piece, exactly. Does this piece spark joy? Marie Kondo, exactly. Right. Does this yeah. piece tr- spark joy? Are you going to go to it? Are you going to wear it? Is it comfortable? Is it flattering? Does it make me feel great? Mm-hmm. So that's what we do. And then, you know, it's not about going into a closet and selling them a million different pieces right. or having them go shopping. <clears throat> it's just really identifying the pieces that can um, make it easier to get dressed in the morning. Yeah. So we started talking about the impact of this. How does having the right clothes uh, have a positive impact? Expand on that, if you would. I think it just, it, it helps women feel more inspired to get dressed, feel more beautiful. And let's face it, I know as a woman, if I have a great outfit on, my day is better. Hmm. So it's just about feeling great. So let's say it's Tina Mitchell, and let's say she doesn't really care that much about clothing or fashion, but she doesn't have to think about it. She goes mm-hmm. in her closet, she finds that perfect outfit, and then she can go out one time everybody's business and change the world. <laughs> so that's what it's really about. And I think what makes me unique is that, you know, when you think about a stylist, you some people think it's just for women that love clothes or people that have a lot of money. And I would say so many of my clients really don't know about fashion you know, are on a budget, and I love working with those women hmm. because it's not about what I love being a crazy fashionista. It's really about having somebody feel comfortable in their skin and, you know, having their style just exude from them. Well, and I had uh, Liz in here uh, and Liz does Jay Hilburn, which is the men's side of it. And I can speak to having a custom shirt. Like I'm not, my closet is not full of custom shirts, but I know when I'm pulling that one out and putting it on, I just, I feel more comfortable yeah. and, and yep. confident. You're like, no, you're going to rock the day. You know you feel great. And Liz is actually so funny because Liz, I met through a client and I did her closet. Oh, funny. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And her Love closet it. was so inspiring. It, you know, and when I meet these people and create outfits that they never knew they had, and it's just so cool to see the joy on their face, get rid of the stuff they don't want, and then just have a closet that works for them that's comprehensive. And I've seen presentations by Susie, and you can tell as she's talking through stuff, it's like easy, right? Yeah. And for some people, it's just easy like that. And that's the t- kind it's of person that working you want to have a pro working with you, yeah. which a pro who, by the way, was in the top 10 out of 500, uh, um, et cetera, um, yeah. reps. In the last few years, I've been in the top 10 sellers, well, which awesome. is super exciting. That's great. So that's it's awesome. been fun. It's been really fun. 
All right. So tell us, um, what is the difference with shopping with you than shopping in a department store? Well, I think just whether it's me or having another personal stylist, I take a lot of people shopping to the mall. And just recently, I was in a few different big stores, and it's really hard to find people that Hmm. know what they're doing. You know, a lot of them are paid by the hour. Right. And just having a special person to pick stuff out with you, have a dressing room filled with clothes that they can say yay or nay to, and just, you know, pre-shopping for people. And I actually have a great friend that works at Nordstrom, and she's fabulous. She's a personal stylist. So it's just really finding somebody that knows what they're doing and is really there for your best interest to find the pieces that are going to work for you, what's going to hmm. fit you right. And, you know, we can do a whole thing about fit, but you can have the greatest clothes in the world, and if they don't fit they don't great, fit, right. it's they're, they're not the greatest clothes in the world. Right. What are key pieces every woman should Brian, have? I know Brian closet. wanted to know Brian this. Definitely I do. Wanted, I do. <laughs> Brian, do you definitely want to know this? I do. This is on it's, point. I know. It's very hard for me to edit because I love lots of stuff. But I really think, um, as Diane von Furstenberg, who's a total fashion icon, if you're going to buy any new piece, it should be a jacket. Jackets hmm. just create that third piece that elevates any wardrobe. Yeah. So jackets are awesome. And just to build each year on great jackets is awesome. Um you know, a perfect black dress that Hmm. you can have to wear to a funeral, you can wear it to a work dinner, you can wear it on a date, and you can change it up depending on the accessories and shoes you wear with it. Um, Denim is awesome, you know, having fabulous denim jeans that work for you because I think the way um, people are dressing for work, people are wearing denim Mm -hmm. with a jacket and a great shoe. And great blouses, Hmm. you know, a nice shirt, a great uh, fitted shirt, great fitted white shirt. And I could go on and on. But those, but are, those, are, those, the, are, those are some yeah, really those are the key pieces. Okay. Yeah. So where's your showroom? So I'm super excited. I'm taking over um, a colleague of mine's Carlisle business. And she has a showroom in Madison Park, 3130 East Madison. If you're familiar with Nishino, which is fabulous sushi in Seattle. It's in the same shopping center as that. It's a beautiful showroom. And I am opening officially. My party is July 25th. But I'm moving in um, July 15th, and I'm super excited because all these years I've sold out of my house. So it's going to be awesome. a new a new, new challenge experience. for me. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Who is the perfect client for you? The perfect client for me is really any woman, any woman that wants to update their wardrobe, find that perfect piece for a wedding, a woman that travels a lot, uh, a woman that, you know, is an executive that does a lot of public speaking, a woman that doesn't have a lot of time but has some resources and just doesn't want to think about having to shop because many, many women, the more I'm in this business, really don't like shopping. Yeah, interesting. So yeah. They just want to get, they, they want to have the outcome. They just want to have the outcome, yeah. exactly. They don't want to go through the process of finding mm. the right shoe and you know, finding a uh, work pant. That's why I order my clothes from Amazon. No, I'm just Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Just send them to me, please. Hmm. All right, so how can people get a hold of you before your showroom's open? How can people get a hold of you? So people can get a hold of me. They can text me on my phone, 425-443-2342. I'm embarrassed to say my email, which I have not changed. It's still my family email. It's worked all these years, and everyone yells at me, but I just have not had the one time. Maybe Tina can help me with that. <laughs> my email is the number four, Cohen, C-O-H-E-N, family at Comcast.net. And works. I also have a website, 
and it's stylewithsusie.com. That works. Yeah. Susie, Susie with an you. S. Susie, Susie with, with an S. S. Susie with an S. S-U-S-I-E. Perfect. Thank you so much for coming in today. You're listening to Real Talk with Brian and Dan, 1150 KKNW. After the break, we have some more Real Talk. And I, of course, have some great final thoughts. We'll be right back. Not sure if now is the right time to sell? Worried you missed the market? The Eastside Real Estate Team specializes in helping homeowners maximize their equity when selling. With our proven premier listing service, our clients have sold their homes for more money in less time than the competition. We know you have many choices when working with a real estate agent, but with the Eastside Real Estate Team, you get a team of highly qualified, experienced agents. From staging to deciding if your property is market ready for top dollar. If you're considering selling, call the Eastside Real Estate Team at 425 425- 200-4093 or check out our website at the eastsiderealestateteam.com a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue Are you tired of waking up in the morning asking yourself if there will ever be enough time to get everything done? Are you tired of feeling stressed and overwhelmed in your business? Are you tired of not living the life you want to live? Then act now Join Tina Mitchell at her next complimentary one-time your business eight-week burn. It's a live virtual online course to take your time management, business efficiency, and lead generation to the highest level possible. Tina Mitchell here, your time management and business efficiency coach. I help business professionals take control of their business so they can take their life back. Go to OneTimeYourBusiness.com and join me for a powerful eight weeks for my complimentary course. Again, that's OneTimeYourBusiness.com. Have you ever experienced being overwhelmed and uninspired when you walk into your closet filled with clothes, shoes, and accessories? Although you are surrounded by so much stuff, you still feel you have nothing to wear and can't create a fabulous outfit? All this closet clutter can lead to mind clutter. This is not a great way to start your day. Susie Cohen with Style with Susie can help you feel inspired again with a closet edit. The two of us will work together to create a curated wardrobe that will work for your lifestyle. We will go through piece by piece and decide what works, what can be reinvented, and what we need to get rid of. I will provide that second eye and give you the tools to shop smarter and find outfits that you never knew you had. My commitment is that you feel great so you can go out into the world and be your best self. Your closet is your playground, so let's have some fun. No other station delivers this much variety. Alternative Talk 1150. All right, welcome back to Real Talk. Of course, this is our final segment, and we've got a special today. Right now we have Justin Metzger. He's one of the team's agents out in the field. Justin, you there? Yeah, I'm here, Dan. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks for coming on. Now, we thought we'd do a little little uh, bit of an update about a specific neighborhood here on the east side. So we sent Justin as a man on the street. He's out there. Uh, no, I'm just joking. He's not actually literally out there. But, uh, Justin, what neighborhood did you decide to kind of profile today? So, uh, Dan, I have spent a lot of time recently on Education Hill in Redmond. Uh, it's a pretty great neighborhood. It's near Microsoft. It's got great schools, award-winning schools, uh, close by to a ton, bunch of churches, parks. It's near downtown Redmond. And uh, it's, one of, it's one of the hottest neighborhoods over the last few years uh, on the east side. 
And um, just kind of some market trends. Last year, it was it was one of those markets that peaked. It peaked at uh, around eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars in uh, sales, average sale or median sales price. Median. I okay. should say. Yeah, and uh, right now this year we're looking at more of around eight hundred thousand of a medial median sales price. And uh, what I've noticed is in this neighborhood is that's actually with an increase in inventory. So the increase in inventory has actually and a decrease in sales price has uh, basically driven the market down a little bit, which still is up a lot from a few years ago. So it's still a great time to be a seller. But kind of what I'm noticing is with combined with the interest rates we have right now, it's really a great time to get your foot in the door in a pretty uh, prime prime neighborhood. Yeah. So specifically, geographically speaking, um, Education Hill is directly north of downtown Redmond. And so the commute into, like you said, Microsoft, uh, the 520 is really close by. There's all the amenities that you need. Uh, The schools are really good. And there's uh, it serves two two elementary schools. What are the two elementary schools it serves? So uh, yeah, the north side is going to be is going to be going to Horace Mann Elementary, and then mm-hmm. down closer to downtown is going to be going to Redmond Elementary. Redmond Elementary, cool. Well, that's awesome. That's really uh, the kind of the gist. So what would what would inspire a buyer to want to be in that neighborhood? Uh, it's you know it's it's a great. It's a great fam- family neighborhood, you know, for for any type of pe- any type of family or anyone that's kind of looking for a more quiet neighborhood away. It's close to the city, but it's more away at the same time. You 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 have access to all those things, but there's a lot of cul-de-sacs and uh, low low traffic streets, which can uh, be a big win for a lot of people. I would say. Brian, do you have any questions for Justin? No, it's a, a great neighborhood. I've I've helped many buyers there, and and it's so close to all the amenities, and yet uh, quiet neighborhoods. It's yeah. uh, it's a it's a great place to look. Awesome. Yeah, well, I, I, and and if anybody has had their eye on the neighborhood, I definitely encourage them to to go take a look right now. With the increase in inventory, there's there's definitely going to be you know the perfect home out there for you at a price that. The price that might be affordable now that wasn't affordable in the past. Yeah, right. part of that is I and I've done it in in uh, Talos. We talked about my listing there, mm-hmm. where the year prior, um, you know, j- this year the price is much better. Not only just because of the price, because of the options, but also because of the interest rates. That really yeah. makes a, a personal impact on your monthly payment. Yeah, more more buying power with slightly lower prices is definitely a good combination. And, you know, it's, as from the seller's perspective, I, you know, what we're seeing as an increase over two or three years ago, they're still getting great prices from their side as well. So it's just, it's, it's, it's a good time to be a buyer too, just not just a seller. So Awesome. That's hey, great. thank you, Justin. I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, I, I know you're going to get back out there and uh, sell a few more houses while we're on the show, right? Yeah. All right, man. Thanks for having me. <laughs> thank, thank you very much. So, Brian, final thought. Well, I've got a quick mention, really. I've got a, a fabulous listing. It's four bedrooms, two and a half bath, three car garage, backs to the community park. So it's like having a giant yard that you don't have to mow. Oh, nice. And we're at five ninety nine nine fifty. Where's that at? That's Linwood. Okay. Um, but it's a it's close to four oh five. And you know, great quiet neighborhood. It's a it's a hot buy. Yeah, so I encourage anybody that needs for you know, uh, oh yeah, remodeled kitchen, remodeled baths, beautiful, beautiful home, turnkey so, home for turnkey six hundred under six. Yep, uh, uh, right under under six. six. Yep, five ninety nine ninety nine. All right, so 
That's about all the time we have for the show. I did want to mention, as we do, is we have coming up this weekend in Redmond, the Arts Festival from July 12th to the 14th. You can shop over 85 curated designers, artists, and craftspeople offering unique and beautifully crafted fine art, sculpture, jewelry, and handmade crafts at the Redmond Arts Festival. It's in the Redmond Town Center from July 12th to 14th. Nine live bands, sidewalk chalk for the kids, and I guess a community project. I don't know which one it might be, but much, much more. And guess what? Free admission. So free is good. Everybody likes free stuff. Price. Yeah. Well, what do you think? Pretty good show today. Good show. Fabulous Thank guests. Thanks. Thank you to Susie. Thank you to Tina for coming on. It was fantastic. And uh, we appreciate all the listeners uh, paying great attention to us. If you have a great business here on the east side and you want to share that with the community, we'd love to talk to them. You can reach us at 425-200-4093. You can find us on the uh, website at 1150kknwnorthwest.com or nw.com. That's it for the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Until next week.